Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. If you're loving what you're hearing on the podcast, go out and tell two friends today. Show them how easy it is to subscribe to the show. Real Estate Espresso Podcast is available on more than 20 different platforms, and wherever you listen to podcasts, you're sure to find the Real Estate Espresso Podcast. On today's show, we're talking about where to take a vacation. Vacation bookings usually happen months in advance. Employees book the time off work, they buy the airline tickets far in advance to get the best prices, but of course this year is different. People still want to get away, perhaps more than ever. The perception is that it's not safe to board an aircraft, or a cruise for sure is risky. In fact, the cruise industry is largely shut down, and the airline industry is operating at about 20% of its capacity. Most of the air travel is essential travel, and it's short to medium haul in nature. Air travel has all kinds of restrictions. You'll be expected to wear a mask for the duration of the flight. You'll be subject to screening before boarding the aircraft. And meal and drink service have been canceled. It becomes completely impractical to go 13 hours on a flight to Asia or Europe without eating or drinking. So as a result, some people have decided to vacation close to home. That means driving distance. We're now in peak summer season and listings for most vacation properties show that they're fully booked until the end of August. The exception to this is in areas where there's a lot of condos like at ski resorts. There tends to be a lot of availability at ski resorts. The perception is it's more difficult to social distance in a condo than in a standalone cottage or a lakefront home. The other place where vacation rentals are easily found in areas where government-mandated travel restrictions are still in force. We also find that boat and RV rentals are almost fully booked for the entire summer. The only ones available are the result of last-minute cancellations because of international travel restrictions. Those with long-standing reservations seem to have hung on until the last minute to see if travel was going to be possible. Some vacation markets rely heavily on air travel to fill the rooms in a market. Those areas are definitely going to experience higher vacancy during peak season and lower nightly rates. For example, we have a portfolio of vacation rentals in the Rocky Mountains near Banff, Alberta. The local population centers of Calgary and Edmonton will provide a strong source of demand, but they won't make up for the plane loads of tourists from Japan, China, and Korea that regularly frequent the area in past years. Instead of the usual 650 per night in peak season, we're seeing strong occupancy at a more modest, but still acceptable, 250 per night. Markets along the eastern seaboard, like the Jersey Shore and the Carolinas, are seeing strong bookings. Hotel occupancy in Myrtle Beach is close to pre-pandemic levels, according to the hotel data analytics company STR Global. Urban vacations are not as popular these days with social distancing. It's still an important criteria for many families. For example, hotel occupancy in New York has risen from a lockdown low of 9% to a current occupancy in the 40s. Nightly rates in New York have dropped from an average of 250 a night last year to about 125 a night today. But since New York City was a hotbed of COVID-19 outbreaks, it's probably not at the top of the summer vacation destinations. Some areas are opening up to tourists, but it's subject to a negative COVID-19 test result that's less than 72 hours old. Some tourists have entered Canada by car and told the border agents that they were driving directly to Alaska, which is permitted but it seems some of them have taken a detour and they've been found shopping in Banff National Park. If a visitor 
drive straight through to Alaska with minimal stops for fuel and food, that's perfectly okay. But if a visitor stays in a hotel, then they're required to quarantine for 14 days at a designated quarantine location. If you want to travel, say, to Greece, one of Europe's top destinations, you'll be subject to the same travel restrictions that currently apply to the rest of Europe. There are reports that restrictions will be loosened starting July the 1st for some non-EU countries. That's likely to start with countries having the lowest rates of infection, like New Zealand and Australia. For now, it's safe to say the U.S. and Canada are not likely to make the shortlist anytime soon. Don't expect a lot of visitors from Europe or Asia coming to North America this summer either. So what does this all mean? If you have a cottage on a lake or a chalet in the mountains within driving distance of a major population center, you can probably get a decent nightly rate this summer. But remember, investing is for the long term. That means when this pandemic is over, you've got to have a strong revenue stream then too, not just for this year. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.